Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. How are you feeling? Um, hope you're doing well. Today we're going to be uh, answering some voicemails. So as per usual, I have no idea what we're going about what we're going to get into until we uh, hit the play button. So let's get right into it. All right, let's play the first voicemail. Here we go. Hey, it's Mia. I hope all has been well for you, and I can't wait to book a session with you soon in the future. My question for you is, how do you find your life's purpose for the particular life that you're in? What ways can you navigate figuring out? I look forward to hearing an episode. Thank you. All right. Great question, Mia. Um, thank you so much for calling in and um, hope you're well too, girl. Um, I look forward to doing um, another session with you in the future. Um, okay. So when it comes to life purpose, girl, you done hit me with the big one. You know, I think this is, I, I, I'm so glad you called it. Seriously. I'm so glad you asked this question because this is such a big, it is the most universal thing. Uh, the, like, like when we think about the human condition or humanity, all of us, since we were born, always think about what's the purpose of all of this. It's like, we all were just thrown here on this planet with amnesia, not knowing who we are, what the fuck we're doing. So it's like, it's been in, I, I get it. It's in every one of our souls. Now, um, obviously my answer is only based upon my perspective, <laughs> like everything else, but, uh. I believe, and this is just my thoughts, okay, um, I kind of take a different approach when it comes to life purpose because I don't believe life purpose is always about um, our jobs or like, hey, should I be a lawyer or a doctor this lifetime? Is that my purpose? I mean, I do believe our professions or our careers or jobs that we're in can enhance a lot of the purpose of why we're here. In my personal opinion, I believe a lot of our purpose deals with how we make people feel when they're in our presence um, or how you're able to uplift someone or help someone. Technically, Mia, I believe all, and I mean every single one of us here on this planet, all of us share a life purpose in helping one another and loving one another, no matter what. All souls are here to help one another. That is why we all, if you think about when we're children, notice how all the things we wanted to be usually tend to be um, professions or things that end up helping someone. Just throwing out there, really think about it. All of us as children, when they, you know, they ask that question when we're younger, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, and then we come up with, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a policeman. I want to be an actress. I want to do this. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a book writer. I want to be a teacher. You know, all those, you know, random uh, careers pop up, right? When, as, as, you know, when we're kids. And so, but you notice in a lot of these careers or professions, eventually you're, you're going to end up helping someone in one of these careers or professions, right? So as you're seeing the common denominator or the root of all purposes on this planet is to help the, the, where it gets tricky is when we get to adulthood. And when we get to adulthood, we are focused on stability and 
you know, I want to be stable, but yet I also want to make a, a, a impact in this world, right? Because then, you know, when you get to adult, you get sucked in into a nine to five or something. And then you're like, oh shit, I still want to make a difference. I don't want to just be sucked into a nine to five. But sometimes even in our nine to fives, we are also living our purpose. And, and I believe that a lot of us don't want to believe that because we think, oh, this is a shitty place. I could never fulfill my purpose here. But the challenge here, everyone listening, is... How can you show your essence of who you are even when you are not in the idealized circumstances or in the idealized job or idealized position in life or financial place you want to be in? How can you still hold your beautiful energy and vibration and still help others while being in a place or not the most ideal job or whatever? So basically, as you're seeing here, it's, You know, we like to think that our purpose is some big thing outside of ourselves, but our purpose deals with being completely, authentically ourselves moment by moment. And just to take it a step further, um, one of the best ways to kind of have a hint, um, kind of like the universe giving you a wink, you know, kind of like hint, hint, this is what you're supposed to be kind of focusing on. Um, One of the best ways you're going to know is when when you think about... uh, Usually people in our lives are mirroring something back to us. If you are ever confused about something going on with who you are or you don't know yourself enough yet, guys, the people in our life will definitely mirror something back. So for example, if you're wondering like, I'm lost, I don't know my life purpose, think about the most common thing that most people have said to you about how, and I'm talking about a positive thing, okay? Let's not get all negative here. So let's talk about positive things. So for example, if you can think about in your, so Mia, um, and anyone listening, technically this is for everyone and you, Mia, of course. So if you think about, um, um, I want to, you know, I, I like to use common, you know, like in math, right? You guys heard of common denominator, right? So let's think about the common denominator, if in your life you can reflect on what is the what is the number one common thing that people have said about you in regards to something you've helped them out with? Or what are things that people usually come to you for in regards to assistance, help? I don't care if it's advice giving or you're really good at, let's say someone comes to you a lot for financial planning. Maybe you're really good at saving money and, and someone is really impulsive with spending and doesn't know how to, you know, they come to you for help on how to manage their bills or how to, you know, figure out this or, you know, so you want to start to think about little moments in your life that people have actually said, oh, wow, thank you so much. You're really helpful. Are you really good at doing this? So I want you to think about moments people have, you know, common denominator, like what is the most common thing that has over the years that people have mirrored back to you as far as how you've helped them? That could be one of the hints at what you're currently um, working through in your life purpose. But remember, our life purpose is exercised through us through every waking moment. It is not just about what we do for the world. It's also about who we are when we are just being and not doing or, you know, so even though like I was just previously saying, you know, you also want to, you know, when I was saying about like, uh, if you want to find a hint, think about the things that people have said to you, but I also don't want to take that away from you developing that sense of self with, you know, within yourself, you know, finding that within you without being able to bounce off of people. Cause not all of us get the luxury to have tons of people around us who can bounce off these great ideas or all these great things you've helped them with. Not everyone has that luxury. Some people, some of us are forced to, you know, find this within ourselves, you know? So, um, 
And so you want to also think about that, our life purpose. We have what's called a generalized overview life purpose, um, which is like, obviously, like I was saying, we're all here to help each other, right? But then we also have specific life purposes that vary depending on the chapter of our life. So what does this mean, everyone who's listening? What this means is your life purpose and when it gets the, the specific niche, smaller, you know, like I said, there's a big generalized life purpose and then there's small miniature ones throughout life's journey. And so, or AKA the chapters of our life, you know how we always say, oh, we're in a season or we have chapters. Guys, this also includes our life purpose. So our life purpose is fluid and, and forever changing, just like the cells in our body, just like the energy that literally provides life to this universe. You know, the, the, everything is always in constant motion. So why wouldn't our lives and our life purposes be fluid? Why wouldn't that be adaptable and forever changing? changing as well. So um, to break it down even further, um, some of us uh, using that going off to the to the miniature little mini life purposes. So for every certain chapter, the mini life purposes, when I say mini life purposes, I'm talking about the mini chapters where you are um, fulfilling your life purpose. It can be something as small as saying hello and waving to someone who looks sad because you and that person, that one stranger in the, in the line who was who looked angry and you gave them a smile and they kind of relaxed a little bit, you and that person could have had a soul contract or a past life and you smiling and just saying, oh, I hope you have a good day today. That could have changed a lot for that person. And so our life purposes and, and, and part of our purpose can be something as small as as saying hi or giving someone an uplifting word. It can be literally that simple. And so some per- life purposes can be tied into what we call soul contracts or past lives, if you will. And um, and then and then once you uh let's say you've let's say you've had a past life thing, and let's say you let's say in a past life you were a um I don't know, a singer or something, and let's say uh you know, in that past life as a singer you just, um, it was something went wrong or whatever. Let's say you just got greedy or something horrible. No, I'm not talking about you, me. I'm just using some random ass shit. (laughs) So let's say you got greedy or something. And so maybe you might come back again in this lifetime. And, you know, instead of being a singer, you'll use your voice, but in a different capacity. Does that make sense? So it's like you're fulfilling a purpose that you might have didn't serve in a past life and you're fulfilling it a little bit in this life. But it doesn't mean you are bound to only you, you know, be a singer and only use your voice forever. And if you deviate from that path, oh my God, all hell is going to break loose. So basically, you want to see life purpose as it's a little bit, um, you, you know, it can be a little bit karmic, you know, from past lives. And then it's also very open and fluid depending on what you're doing moment to moment. But um, another piece of advice I would suggest on on purpose, on, on finding like a purpose, but is just remember to be, understand that life purpose also is plural. It's always going to be purposes, you know, but I think the ultimate purpose why we're all here is to just help one another and love and whatever capacity that means to you and whatever lights up your, 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 uh, the spark in your heart. So it's another way to find your life purpose is what lights you up. And usually if you have some kind of fear towards something that lights you up, that also means, you know, maybe 
it's about getting out of your comfort zone to really follow through, you know, because knowing a life purpose is just one thing. The, the, the hardest thing is actually being consistent and being able to, you know, work, you know, follow your inner light despite your fears, despite the uncertainty, despite, you know what I mean? Not knowing what's going to happen by following an unknown path. But that's how our life purpose is revealed to us, by us taking chances, by us taking risk, by us loving more and loving ourselves more, uh, forgiving ourselves more. So also the more inner healing work you do on yourself, that also can pull out more of your life purpose, meaning more of your life purpose can be revealed and shown to you the more that um, you know, you're clearing out a lot of old wounding and old, you know, you know, sometimes I really always tell people, be careful of the narratives that you spin around yourself, especially when, um, let's say, for example, you didn't get something you wanted or you're disappointed in yourself or someone else. And whatever you decide to tell yourself at that moment, once you're feeling a highly emotional, that can shape a whole new reality based on what you choose to tell yourself when you're feeling very let down or emotional. So really be careful about what you choose to tell yourself when you're feeling very emotional. Because if you feel emotional and then you say, yeah, I am a piece of crap. Yeah, you know, this is why I'm not worthy. Why does no one like me? And the more you go down that rabbit hole, it can create a really nasty hard, you know, reality for yourself in the future. So I don't know where that came from, by the way, but maybe someone might need to hear that, but I don't think that had nothing to do with the life purpose stuff. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all know me, random as all hell. But, um, but basically what I'm trying to say here is, um, the more that you are able to, um, not be afraid to start something new or to, you know, um, and also, you know, what also, how you can find your life purpose is curiosity. When you are in a vibration of curiosity, it's 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 a it's a very it's an interesting vibration to be in because if you're curious about who you are and what you want to do, more will get revealed. But if you're like forcing yourself and feeling like angry and sad that you don't know what you want and I'm getting old and I don't know what I want and I'm still in the same position, you see how if you come at yourself with that heavy, heavy energy saying, oh, my God, I can't believe I don't know my life purpose and I've been doing the same shit. There's a difference between high pressure energy where you're pressuring yourself and judging yourself about your purpose, about finding pur purpose versus being curious about it and approaching it with a lighter perspective and a way more open, abundant perspective that's not just limited to, oh, okay, a life purpose can only mean this or this. I cannot live my life purpose if I have this job. You see how limiting that is. Understand that whatever job we have, I don't care if you are a freaking McDonald's worker to a CEO, you're still freaking fulfilling your life purpose it, when it comes to human interactions. It's not about, oh, doing oh my life purpose is to work on a machine or to work at this job. It's not the actual job itself. It's the human interaction, guys. It, that is the root of all purpose, is how are you going to help and love another human without judgment, without heavy, you know, without deeming if they're worthy enough for your time and love? Can you truly give of yourself and really help someone? That's all this really comes down to. And that's why our 
like I was saying, it's not about what we do. Like, oh, I'm flip burgers here or I am a janitor here. It doesn't matter about the, what you're physically doing. It's about your interactions with other humans. And can you still find the kindness within yourself despite not being in the utmost greatest situation? So like I was saying, it's not really about profession. It's always about helping people. So you, I also would recommend just thinking about what ways do you feel that you help others or like ways that you help yourself and others that feels effortless for you. That's another thing where even though um, when I say effortless, I mean, there's always going to be effort you got to put into something. But what I mean is um, I think it's just more important to uh, remove all of the parts of yourself that says, I can't do that unless I have X, Y, and Z, or I'm, I can't allow myself to try new things because I don't have X, Y, and Z to do it. So it's just, in my personal opinion, it's about getting curious about who you are and what you want out of this life and being able to, you know, be in tune with yourself moment by moment and checking in with yourself and and, and saying, okay, does this path align to me? So, you know, you want to, you want to also play around with starting new things and just seeing, checking in with your intuition into your emotions and say, does this feel right for me? You know, and, um, and just taking small little baby steps, you know, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's just really, I don't know, it's, it's, it can be a really fun journey or it can be a very judgmental journey. I think when we think about purpose, we just feel like, oh, the purpose is like, you know, people go on social media, see people like, hey, if you do this, you can live free and just join up and you can have a free life and never have to work forever. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you guys know what I'm saying. You ever see those like promotions that says like, hey, sign up for this for like, I don't know. It's, it, it's like promises you all this like, oh, you never have to work again in your life. I mean, we see life purpose as being free. And technically, it's true. We are all free beings and we should all be free in, in some form of capacity. But before we get free in the ways that people try to sell it online, you have to find the freedom internally first. Where you're not judging yourself for not being at a certain place in life. You see what I'm saying? And so it's just really, if you want to get that quote freedom that's always promoted on social media and shit and all, oh, travel the world, do this, have more money. You're going to have to really work on the inner freedom, on that inner emotional freedom. Are you weighed down by your past? Are you living in the past? Are you, um, are you judging yourself? Are you saying, you know, are you limiting yourself? Is there a part of yourself that feels like, you know, so you want to really work on those aspects of freeing those parts of yourself up. So you're not, um, so you're not, you know, replaying, you know, negative scenarios or negative thought patterns from the past. So it's really freeing up even your mind patterns as well and just giving yourself a clean slate. But yeah, life purpose, that's just, this is my take on life purpose. Again, um, it's just my personal perspective. So anything else while I'm on this topic of life purpose? Uh, no, not really. Just most importantly, guys, I just want to say, like I said, well, we all have a generalized purpose, right? It's a very general overview. Like for me, for example, based on my life and no, I didn't even guys. And this is why, this is why I tell you how I tell you. I did not channel my spirit guides and ask them verbatim. Hey, what is my life purpose? I never in my 33 years of living asked them. I started to figure it out piece by piece because I was seeing things that was working out in my personal life or not. 
and I could tell by what I how I what I what I do or don't do. And I was observing different things. And, and, and what I've came to realize was obviously my life purpose has something to deal with using my voice because here I am. I felt compelled to speak, speak, speak. I talk a lot. I talk very fast. I'm always channeling. I always have these random bits of information just in my freaking head. So I started to realize, okay, if this is something that comes very natural to me and I just naturally talk. So maybe I'm here to, you know, use my voice. So it started off with that guys. Then I took it to the next step where I realized what am I very passionate about? What do I, what do I value as important in my life? And all I ever value is freedom. That's all I ever talk about. I tell it to my family, my sister, anyone, anyone. I'm always like, Hey, you better freaking, you better not be controlled by that person. You better find a way to be free. I've noticed a lot of the things throughout my life was always about a sense of inner freedom. And so that's when I realized, okay, I'm here. I, I, I piece it together. I was like, okay, I'm a talker. I enjoy freedom and talking about freedom and, and I always focus on letting things go and being free within. And then I fo- and then I realized that um, I really don't care what people think. So I'm, you know, I'm very much like, fuck it. Might as well just use my words and just see what happens and be confident about it and own, own myself, own my words. You know, it is what it is. So I, then I started to realize, okay, Maybe this is my life purpose is to inspire confidence in others or to inspire people to free themselves. And then once I started to put those pieces together over the years, guys, this did not happen overnight. This was like years worth of randomly piecing stuff together and then realizing, ah, okay, this is most likely what I'm here for. And then guys, 10 years from now, my, 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 if I, you know, fulfilling this part of my, I, I think this is a general overview of my path, but it could change. And, and, and 10 years from now, I could, my soul could say, you know what, B, we had a good time exploring, using our voice. We had a good time talking shit, channeling everything. 10 years from now, I could decide to just be completely different and say, you know what, I'm done. I want to do something else. And that's okay. And that's what this, we're all here to do is to explore, to adventure as souls, to, um, to give love, to share love, to share ourselves. We're all uniquely individuals in our own literal realities. No one is ever going to be the same as one another. And I think that's beautiful. And that's another thing is finding what's completely unique to you. So just how I kind of mapped out how I figured out kind of sort of my life purpose, you know, maybe you can also do it the same for you or anyone listening where you just kind of map out like, okay, what are you passionate about? What do you spend your time thinking about a lot? What do you spend your time talking about? What do you spend a lot of your time talking and thinking about a lot, especially if it's positive in nature, you want to focus on that. So, all right. Um, I think that's, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. And, you know, I was just thinking again about the whole life purpose thing. And I thought about a little bit of it could also be about anything that we struggled in childhood with. We usually end up as adults helping other people who are going through something similar, similarly that we struggled with in childhood. So for example, if in childhood you were an outcast, you were a weirdo, such as myself, I'm a very unconventional person. I was always on the fringe of society. And so by me feeling like a basic alien on this planet, I've literally, I used to say that when I was younger and God, it's kind of funny how life happened where as an adult, I started having abduction stuff. So it's kind of weird that I felt anyway, anyway, point of the matter is, isn't it interesting that here I am as an adult 
being unconventional, being different, saying things that are different than the mainstream and doing all this quite, you know, eclectic, different kind of stuff. And I do this for the other weirdos and outgoing loud people who might have been told to be quiet. You're too this. You're too much of that. And I'm here to free all of us. Basically, we're all here to free each other to say, hey, it's okay to be who you are. There was never nothing wrong with you just because you weren't this, you know, the stereotypical kind of you know, person or thoughts or belief system. And that I also believe that plays a role in our life purpose. So I forgot to mention that. So another thing is um, anything as, as a child that you've struggled with, that you've had a hard time accepting, you end up usually that could be a big part of your purpose that you do as an adult to free other adults or children. Maybe you're called to work with children, whatever, you know, whoever. And maybe you're here to help the exact thing that you've really struggled through, you're also here to help someone else do the exact same. I also find that to be a major uh, purpose of ours as well. So when I struggle to accept who I am, because no one would accept me as a child, because I was always so different. I thought different. You guys hear what I talk about. I think differently. I'm channeling. I'm t- seeing dead. You know, it's like who, who, you know, I didn't have anyone to talk to. I was seeing dead ghosts walk around my room. You see what I mean? So it's like, as a child, you're, you're already seeing shit. You're different. You know, you feel different and you feel like you're a weirdo, you're unconventional. So I do this podcast for every single person who felt ostracized, whoever felt different, whoever felt like they weren't accepted, even though they were just being themselves, you know? And so that's um, that's what I do it for. Um, damn, I'm actually uh, weirdly getting emotional about this. Um, damn, I, uh, I didn't even... <laughs> think this would actually conjure of emotion i'm just but that's how passionate i am i guess that's how um that's how passionate i am about what i'm here to do and i guess this could be literally um another sign of a purpose if you're crying while you're talking about um helping others that was probably means it's a pretty good sign it's your purpose so um i don't know why i'm tearing up i guess i'm you know what it is is because i feel for those who ever felt how I felt before in the past, you know? So it's like, I really understand when people say that they feel like no one likes them and you don't know why, you know, I understand. So I just want to let you guys know, I truly get it. I truly get it. And that's why I'm here to help you guys understand that there was never nothing wrong with you either. <laughs> Cause I had to come to that own conclusion myself. And um, I didn't have anyone else but my mom to really instill that in me because it was always me having to uplift myself as a child to tell myself I'm doing okay. There's something wrong with me. And the only other person outside of me who would verify that was my mom. So whew, maybe this is just my grief um, showing up. But anyway, guys, um, just wanted to uh, share this. <laughs> whew, I'm like halfway laughing, halfway crying. There's a lot of emotional work. Um, Pause. We're having a, they're like, excuse me, having a technical emotional difficulties. <laughs> but it's all good because even while I'm uh, saying this, while I'm freaking tears coming out of my eyes, I, uh, this is, this is who I am. And, uh, it's cool to be vulnerable. It's cool to just express yourself. And, um, life is truly, and I mean genuinely about, uh, it's returning back home to your original self and, any belief or thought that I have or that you have that you're carrying that says that you can't be this person or, you know, I truly believe that everything that we 
everything that we want to be, the people we want to be, I really firmly believe it's all about um, removing the thoughts and belief systems that tell us that we are not the person we want to be or any kind of thought or belief system that tells you that, oh, I got to do X, Y, and Z to get X, basically who you are and who you want to be, you already are at this moment. You just have to remove the limiting behaviors and thoughts and beliefs that convinces you over the years that you are not, okay? So remember everything that you are seeking, you already are internally. You just have to remove all of the traumas and layers that convince you that you're not. And that's what I firmly believe. Um, And um, yeah, I... uh, didn't see this go. I did not see this. Did not know where this came from. But um, who? Well, guys, I'm exhausted from all these emotions. <laughs> Anyone else exhausted? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's just me. Um, it's okay. I, I realize I don't really allow myself to feel much anyway. My hard Capricorn ass. You know, I normally just uh, keep it all in and just um, you know, work my way through it. Try to ignore it. But you know, it's cool. You know, the only way to to get through shit is by feeling it. And um. Thanks for allowing me to be transparent with you guys on this podcast and just with humanity in general, you know, because if we can't be deep with ourselves and feel our own emotions and be vulnerable with our own selves, how can we do that for another? You know, how we show up for ourselves, you know, it also directly impacts how we show up for others. You know, what's that phrase? You know, people can't give what they don't have within themselves. Right. So. But anyway, um, thank you for taking this journey with me. <laughs> Never know what that, what that, where, where we're going to end up, you know? Um, all right. Okay. Now I'm going to officially move on to the next segment. All right. So now let's play to the, let's get to the next voicemail. Let's get to the next voicemail. Thank you all so much for uh, listening. Thank you. Okay. So let's press play on the next one. Hi, V. So I had um, a couple of questions. Um, one being about patience, like how can I cultivate more patience and I guess not lose hope uh, um what I'm trying to manifest um, because I feel like I sh- um, I've been trying to manifest love and nothing really has been happening um, and I just want to know like any like tips or um, ways of like just cultivating more patience in my manifestations. And then um, I also had another um, question about um, like the self-talk. How, how do you silence like your inner critic and I guess not let like your mind or your thoughts like overpower you? Anyway, thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling in. Okay, so your question was how to cultivate more patience when it comes to manifestation. I believe you said something along the lines that you've been trying to manifest love and nothing's really happening. So you're looking for like how to stay patient during the process of manifestation. Well, I'm going to give the most direct and shortest answer that I could probably... It's the only thing that's, that intuitively popped up, Okay. The best way to stay patient in the terms of manifestation is you have got to value your present moment. 
the best way to stay patient is your present moment. You have to have either, um, when I say value your present moment, I mean that whatever's going on in the here and now, in the present, obviously we are, you know, people man, we all manifest because we want something better than what our present has to offer. However, if you start to find value or find at least one small thing to be thankful for in your present, present moment, that can help you cultivate more patience for the future. Basically don't hate where you are now or completely hate the present moment because it's going to make it that much longer or the the illusion of time taking longer because remember our emotions directly impact the illusion of time so for example if you're feeling crappy about your life you're feeling emotional you're like i hate this shit i better manifest this i can't stand all my life right now what happens is when you're feeling more emotional or heavy emotions it's going to make everything feel like it's taking slower and so versus when you're in a neutral state of mind where it's like yeah i know my life's kind of crappy i know it could get you know i want to manifest stuff but you're not having a heavily emotional reaction to your present moment you can acknowledge your life not being where it wants to be without that heavy emotional response to it does that make sense so it's having that balance and if you're able to just be neutral while at least um just being one with your present moment Basically, it's going to make the patience go. It's going to be a lot easier for you. And also sometimes when it comes to love life or manifesting love, sometimes I, I, and this is my own theory, okay? I could be wrong, but guys, as you know, everything on this goddamn podcast is all my opinions and thoughts anyway, so I'm going to add another one, which is my take on why love life might take longer to manifest. Sometimes I think it has to deal with um, the person needing to build even a more deeper connection within themselves. And so it also, it doesn't mean like, oh, you don't have a deep connection with yourself. Obviously you do. But I also think it's that, um, you know, sometimes in a general sense, when our love life isn't going the way we thought or everything's taken forever, it's important that you're not speaking fear into yourself of like, oh God, I haven't got, my love life has been sucky for so long. Is it always going to be like this? Oh God, I fear I'm going to be like this forever. You want to be careful of not saying those words. It's kind of what I was saying earlier about not speaking things into existence about certain negative stuff. So you want to make sure that you're not doing that. But I also think with the love life, I think it's more so it's like, you don't want to let the fear of being alone be the catalyst for the impatience towards your love life because then it's going to feel like your love life's even more stalled out the more fear you have so it's kind of like a, a double it's kind of a mind fuck because this is not an easy thing to do honestly i know i'm just talking like it is but it's really not where it's having to be like patient yet hopeful yet being making peace with the unknown and that's hard to do it is it's not an overnight process but like i said one of the best ways to to cultivate some patience is knowing a something good and positive will be on the way that no matter how much time is taking or however long something does take to manifest you have to keep up the belief that it's you know that you already have it it's already within you and not only that but it's about making sure that you are not completely disliking your present moment in the meantime. That plays a huge, 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 huge role. Um, also, um, and again, this is just one small thing that I feel plays a role in love life. But I think the biggest thing with our love life, it comes up to the bigger picture, which is what's meant to be will be. 
and it's completely outside of our control. Technically, sure, there's things we can heal and work on, but technically, if something's meant to be, it's just going to be. And I think in the meantime, it's about enjoying your life, even though you may not have exactly what you want at this exact moment. But if you're able, like I was saying before, to enjoy something about your life, in the meantime, it's going to make this process of manifestation a lot lighter and better for you. Um, And then I believe, I think you mentioned something about um, self I think you said your inner critic or something along the lines of like uh um to not let your thoughts overpower you. I think that's what you were saying. Um and my best advice for that uh would be to simply uh to be the observer of your thoughts instead of overly engaging in your thoughts because guys, I think I don't know if any one of you guys heard of this. Have you guys heard of, have any one of you heard of the theory that we have like thousands? I don't, I don't know the exact number, but it's like a, a, something like thousands and thousands of thoughts per day. So you know how exhausting it is to imagine like, uh, for example, seeing a, um, like you see one car outside. Imagine getting in your car and following one car. And then you're following one car and you say, oh shoot, there's another one. I know I'm supposed to be following this one, but let me follow this one. And then you follow this random car on a whole different path. And then you see another one and you follow, you keep following so many cars that you're going in circles. And then you forgot like, oh wait, I'm in control of my own car. I get to decide where I go. And I, and I use this as like the same thing with thoughts. If you overly participate and engage with every single thought, you're going to be sent down a crazy loop. But you got to remember, you are technically in control and you get to choose what you participate in and what you and what you don't. And because we have thousands of thoughts per day, you don't want to take every single thought literally. And so my best advice is to, to become the observer or to actually investigate what am I emotionally going through that this thought is conjuring up or what's resurfacing within me? Guys, you guys know I'm a firm believer in self-inquiry. So anytime you question your thoughts or say, who is, you want to question where it's coming from. Sometimes the more you question your thoughts, the less it will subside. You know, when, when, I mean, the more it will subside, meaning the more you start to question it, the more your emotions and thoughts have nowhere to go. So um, you can question it or you can become the observer and not question it and decide to disengage, whatever the case may be. But I think it's more so about um, realizing that you always, because you are the consciousness that observes the thoughts, you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are a separate thing, a separate entity, or I don't want to say entity like it's a being, but it's a separate thing. And you have, if we think about the soul and the soul consciousness, or you have that, and then we have a brain and then we have a heart and all that stuff, right? And so your thoughts are part of the brain and your thoughts are, you know, it's a, it has its own programs from many past situations. And, you know, so it's, you have all these systems in place. So you can also start to think about it as, you know, you want to just not overly identify with every single thought that arises. You want to make sure you're not overly attaching or identifying who you are based on every random thought that comes up. Um, And just remember that you are the consciousness that observes the thoughts. You are not the thoughts. So you are technically way more free than you realize as well. I don't even know if that answered your question, but just wanted to uh, just share that. Um, But yeah, I think I'm going to leave off here and um, I'm going to 
and I'm going to do another episode because I only got to do two voicemails. Guys, I have tons to get to. So please keep calling in. I my, The phone number is 928-900-4990. I'll also leave it in the description, description box of this episode. And um, I'm thinking of doing one the first or second week of February. So around that time, I'll be doing that um, the episode. I'm going to do a February episode. So um, this is the last episode of January, and then I'm going to do one um, either this upcoming weekend or next week, the second week of February. Whatever. Can't. Don't hold me to it, because, you, know, you know, things be random. <laughs> Gotta leave room for adaptability, right? Um, so yeah, so that's what I just wanted to say that. And uh, until the next episode, peace. <laughs>